This is March. This is March. This is March, people. Not a drill. We are here. Finally, the Mountain West Tournament. It's do or die time for Colorado State men's basketball. They've got a big game late start, 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time against Fresno State. I'm psyched. I'm I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. This Fresno State team, they've come on strong. Should they advance, they would play the winner of UNLV versus Utah State. So exciting stuff, exciting stuff. A big week for the Rams. I'm going to be talking about all of it. Excited to have all kinds of coverage. Apparently, it's going to be a a blizzard this weekend. So no better time to just get cozy on the couch, watch a little basketball, maybe eat a few too many calories. That's fine. You know, this is March. This is what it's all about. The best time of year is finally here. But it's not just the best time for watching college basketball. It's also the best time for saving money. You guys are probably hearing how great the mortgage rates are right now. Mike and Virginia Chevalier of Chevalier Mortgage, they're not just your typical mortgage company. Sure, they have phenomenal rates, but what really makes them different is Mike is a certified financial planner, and he looks at so much more than just the rate when designing your home loan. They're a small family-owned company, so you're always going to feel like a person, not a number. I love that because when you're dealing with something normally as stressful as, you know, refinancing, you want to have that personal touch. But, you know, if you work with Mike in Virginia, nothing about it is going to be stressful. The other guys, it's like a root canal with them. Smooth sailing. Trust me, they're going to make it quick, enjoyable. And again, you know, they're going to look at so much more than just the rate when designing your loan. Visit them at dnvrmortgage.com. Enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice when you do. Most importantly, get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. Or, you know, you can always give Mike a call directly at 970-412-2472. Visit dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. All right, all right, all right. Let's jump right into things before we start talking about the Mountain West Tournament. Just want to talk about the uh, bubble watch situation. Again, you know, I always tell everybody to take these projections, you know, with a grain of salt. But CSU pretty consistently being projected as a last four in team, right along with Drake and Boise State. The fourth team that had kind of been in the mention with them was Xavier. They got upset by Butler in overtime in the Big East tournament. They're, you know, now kind of on the outside looking in. If you're CSU, you want to avoid that type of situation. You've got to beat Fresno State, preferably pick up another win and really give yourself just, you know, that comfort. But right now the Rams are, you know, kind of looking good. They they can kind of control their own destiny. I feel pretty good about their chances as long as they get one win. Again, two wins in the tournament, I think, basically a guarantee. You never want to say that kind of thing because crazy stuff always happens in the selection process. But if they reach the championship game, win or lose, they would deserve to get in. And at that point, I think CSU fans, they would feel damn proud. I mean, they should feel damn proud of this team regardless. 15 conference wins, incredibly resilient. I mean, two, three-week layoffs, didn't even skip a beat. Had to play four games in the final week, went three and one, you know, number two in, in what was a really deep conference. So regardless of what happens, I mean, it's been a season to remember, really special one. I talked about that plenty on the last one, so I'm not going to get too sappy on this podcast. 
But my point is, if they get to the championship game and they get screwed over, you know, it, you can't be mad at CSU at that point. They did absolutely everything in their power to to put themselves in position to make the NCAA tournament. It just probably would have been a matter of politics or or just something completely out of their control. And in that instance, you know, you can be upset. Every I would be furious. But, you know, what are you going to do? You just complain. I mean, you can't. Nothing you can do at that point. At least you can be proud knowing that the Rams did everything in their power. The good thing is for teams like CSU and, you know, Boise State and Drake and other teams on the bubble, Duke is, uh, they're likely done for the season. And I, I think all of those teams had stronger cases than Duke. But if they were to win a game or two in the ACC tournament, you know, you never know. They, the brand is strong. There's a There was a pretty decent chance they would have snuck in. Trust me. But we don't have to worry about that anymore because Duke has a positive COVID test. Their season's likely done. Um, I mean, I'm obviously not stoked about a positive COVID test. I hope whoever tested positive is okay. Doesn't have any issues or anything like that. Purely just from, a, from an at-large resume bubble watch perspective, good for teams like CSU. With, you know, Duke likely out of the picture. I mean, it just kind of brings me back to the same point I've been making over and over again. You know, you win a game or two in Vegas and you should be feeling pretty good if you're CSU. You don't want to look too far ahead. You know, that was a big message from the coaches and players. There's everybody knows what's at stake in this in this situation. You know, it's it's not lost on anybody. But if you fixate on it, there's, you know, nothing positive going to come out of that. You're probably probably going to be tense. You know, you might make dumb mistakes. Ultimately, you know, it's just another basketball game, and that's kind of the approach you want to take. Take it seriously, be focused, be locked in. You just don't want to put, you know, too much pressure on the situation because it's just not beneficial. I mean, that's anything in life, right? I mean, I think back to to taking tests in college and, you know, you want to you wanna be prepared and you want to do everything you can to put yourself in the best position to succeed. And even if you do all of that, there's likely going to be some nerves but if you fixate on it and and you obsess and you sit there and you that's all you can think about you know day and night and oh my god i have to pa- pass this exam if i don't you know i'm i'm totally going to fail the class or i'm not going to get the grade that i need or i'm going to you know disappoint everyone oh man like you're you're not going to succeed that's that's just going to cripple you in in my opinion or at least that's what it would do to me if you can do that to yourself and succeed all the power to you, but that just seems exhausting and, and and just incredibly counterproductive. And that's just, you know, individual worry and individual responsibility. When you factor in, you know, fandom and, and what, you know, this means, the scale of these basketball games, I mean, that's just even more pressure for the coaches and players. So again, like none of this is lost on them. They get it. Yeah. I mean, that's that's really all all there is to say. If you're if you're interested in some of the quotes that David Roddy, Nico Medved had to say, you know, on that particular subject, and you are a DNVR member, go check it out. I published about a twelve hundred word piece, just kind of highlighting the three main keys for CSU to be able to have a successful run out in Sin City. Uh, with that in mind, though, let's kind of just jump into. This Fresno State game and, you know, what needs to happen for CSU to come out victorious and then either play 
UNLV or Utah State, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, we may already know that, but I'm recording early in the morning, so I do not. I'm just kind of diving into the numbers real quick. Fresno State, 12 and 11 overall, 9 and 11 in conference play. They finished sixth in the Mountain West, 66.5 points per game. Not a super potent offense, ranked 284th in the country. Pretty decent defensively, though, 67.2 points allowed. That's good for 90th in the country. So a top 100 defense, at least when it you know comes to points allowed per game. If you go to Ken Palm and you pull up the adjusted defense, which is uh, points allowed per 100 possessions, but it's adjusted based on your strength of opponent, they rank 170th. So some of those numbers, you know, slightly skewed, you know, maybe beaten up on some lesser teams. Um, adjusted offense, they rank 222nd. One of the things that was kind of interesting, Fresno State, they rank exactly 188th in both Ken Palm and net ranking. Kind of odd. You don't really see that very frequently. I mean, sometimes with like some of the top five teams and stuff like that, just obviously because you're probably really good at offense and defense if you're in the top five, do measure a couple of different things. But uh, Fresno State, very squarely the 188th best team in the country based on, you know, all the the popular metrics. Now, if you're a CSU fan and you're hearing that and you're like, well, you know, the Rams are, you know, a top 60 team based on the metrics. They swept Fresno State twice. They should roll tonight, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I feel pretty confident about CSU going in, but, you know, this this isn't the same Fresno State team from that December 28th, December 30th series. Kind of, you know, looking into those numbers, Fresno State in that first game on December 28th, they lost 75 to 53. They went four of 17 from three point range. You know, CSU conversely hit 12 of 28. That's 43%, much, much better. Fresno State in the second game, kind of the same deal six of 30 from three point range, only 20%. CSU, nine of 22. They finished 41% um, um, from behind the arc. In that first game, CSU had 17 assists. Fresno State only had seven. CSU won that handily in the second game as well. Uh, a 10 assist difference on that one. The second game did get a little sloppy turnover-wise for both teams. But, you know, CSU was able to win those pretty comfortably. And, you know, a big reason why was Fresno State, they couldn't hit water if they fell out of a boat. Their three-point shooting was just awful. And, and that's not really the case anymore. They've they figured it out. And both of those games against CSU, Orlando Robinson, their, their seven-foot superstar in the making, you know, their, their best player on the team. He had double-digit figures in both games, 14 points and 18, point, 18 points, respectable games. He just didn't have a whole lot of help in the second game. Um, he did get some help from Deion Stroud off the bench. He went off with double digits, hit some threes, helped him a little bit. He's now in the starting lineup. But they, they've kind of figured out that, their identity, and that was a big thing that Nico Medved was you know, kind of driving home when we met with him uh, virtually before this Fresno State game was he was like, you know, they've early in the season, they just they they couldn't shoot, but now they're they're defending really well. Obviously, I, I made that point earlier. They're, you know, a top 100 team in terms of points allowed per game. And they're starting to hit threes a little bit. And, and that's made all the difference. And it's a big reason why, you know, they played UNLV really tough. They were winning by double digits in the first game on the road, ended up losing that second that game by two. Second game, they were able to go out and win, then they went on the road and, and beat Boise State. 
gave Utah State all they could hang and then, you know, took down New Mexico in, in the opening round. And I'm going to talk about that game a little bit and then just kind of talk about uh, a couple of keys for CSU specifically against Fresno State. Again, I wrote a, a piece this morning that was more general for CSU's success uh, in terms of, you know, each game. But this one will be more specific to Fresno State. Before I jump into that, though, got to shout out our homies over at DraftKings Sportsbook. It's that time of year again. Conference tournaments are tipping off. Bubble teams are making their final push for a bid while the top seeds are preparing for what they hope is a long run. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet $4 on an underdog, win $256 if they win. It's that simple. That's a bet $4 on an underdog and select college basketball games. And if they win, you collect $256. The bank is open. I mean, there's so many underdogs for you to pick. Your chance to turn $4 into $256 seems like a no-brainer to me. Don't worry if college basketball isn't for you. going to be a long month, but you can make it a little bit shorter by betting on other things because DraftKings Sportsbook, they offer great odds and promotions on golf. Hockey, so much more. Baseball, I mean, spring training's here. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn $4 into $256 if the underdog of your choosing pulls off the upset. Again, that's the code DNVR to turn $4 into $256. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook must be 21 or older, Colorado-only, new customers only. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Word. Support for DNVR is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. They are truly the best around. Manscaped hooked me up with a bunch of stuff, including the Lawnmower 3.0, Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant. All of it is great. Their body wash. The body wash smells so good. It's uh, it's kind of like a like a foresty smell. I don't really know how to describe it. It makes me think of the woods. I'm really into it. Uh, my girlfriend likes the smell as well. That is the body wash, not talking about anything else there. Um, it, it's just a, it's a great product. You know, you don't have to worry about cutting yourself. The three point, the lawnmower 3.0 is smooth. It's precision. You can use it anywhere. I mean, Henry was talking about on the draft pot, how he shaved his head with it. But, you know, you can, again, use it on your family jewels and not have to be worried about, you know, cutting yourself, ticking yourself, any of that stuff. There's an LED light so you can see in the dark. And it's just great. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code DNVR at manscaped.com. That's again for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Just use the code DNVR. You will not regret it. All right, let's start talking about this Fresno State game. And uh, we're going to do so with my DraftKings Pick of the Week. DraftKings Pick of the Week. If you pull up the props on DraftKings, Fresno State at Colorado State, the Rams are favored pretty heavily. So, you know, money line, not a lot of value there. 
What I'm intrigued in is the point total for CSU over 72.5 at minus 120. I think there's good value there. I think the offense is going to click. They've had some slow starts lately. Uh, I, I considered taking the first half score, but you know they've come out of the gate slow uh, when it comes to jump shots, at least you know the last three or four games. That one made me a little bit nervous, but I do think they are going to score 75-plus points in this one. I like the value a lot there, even against a really pesky Fresno State defense. I think the Rams share the ball well in this one. I think they get you know scoring from a couple of different guys, and ultimately, I think they cash that in. So that's my DraftKings pick of the week. Lock it in. Make yourself a little bit of moolah. You know, in that, that Fresno State-New Mexico matchup last night to kick off the Mountain West Tournament, a, a really well-rounded performance for this Bulldogs team. Got 10-plus uh, points from everybody in the starting lineup. Anthony Holland went for 15 points. He had a double-double, actually, with 10 rebounds. Had 6 assists, so flirted with a triple-double. Really nice game for him. 39 minutes played. We'll see how his legs are. You know, that's a big key. 39 minutes. That's, that's tough. Uh, really, all the starters, though. I, know, I mean, Isaiah Hill had 32 minutes. Junior Ballard, 32 minutes. Deion Stroud, 31 minutes. And, you know, Orlando Robinson, the superstar, with 29 minutes. Not surprising. He's a seven-footer. You know, probably not going to log in the same type of run that you're given a point guard. But like I said, you know, Isaiah Hill, he had 17 points. Junior Ballard, 12 points. Stroud, 19 points. And uh, Orlando Robinson, 14 points. Seven turnovers, though. Um, a, a little high for him. That's kind of uncharacteristic. Did still have a double-double with 12 rebounds. He's a stud, and he's going to be just a big, big guy to watch in this matchup. When, when you watch Fresno State, to me, there's three guys that are really important. Obviously, Orlando Robinson. Anybody that has a seven-footer in the Mountain West, that's going to be a game-changer. We see that with Yamis Keita at Utah State. I'm a big Stroud fan. He's a guy that uh, started the year on the bench, actually went off against CSU off the bench in the, in the second game, has worked his way into the starting lineup, has been a consistent scorer, uh, their second leading scorer at 12.1 points per game. You really got to look out for him. And then Isaiah Hill, sophomore guard, 10.3 points per game, 3.2 boards, and 3.3 assists. Kind of just does a little bit of everything. And those three guys... That's kind of their big three. You know, they've they've logged a lot of minutes together this season and they've they've really been able to figure it out. You know, with, with that in mind, let's kind of jump into some of these keys to victory for CSU against Fresno State. Uh, number one, I, I want to see the Rams just out and running. Like I said, all five of the Fresno State starters playing big minutes in that game against New Mexico. It was a late night game. You want to test their legs, you know, you want to see what they got. Adrenaline's going to carry them early. You know, it's not going to play a big factor early in this one. If you run a lot early, it's one of those that's going to set you up for success later, especially if you're able to capitalize. I mean, if you run a lot and wear yourself out too and don't capitalize on it, that doesn't exactly put you in, in a great position. But, you know, control the glass, box out. You're going to have to rebound well. Both matchups, it was really, really tight in, in late December, uh, the battle for the boards. You're going to have to do well. It's tough against a seven-footer. So you're going to need the guards. You know, Roddy's going to have his handful trying to box Orlando Robinson out. You need guys crashing. You need guys making an effort to, you know, make it not all on him. That was one of the tough parts about CSU the last couple of years is it all kind of fell on Nico Carvacho. 
it can't be that type of situation. It hasn't been this year. You don't want to see the Rams, you know, kind of revert back to that, though. My second biggest key is to get Orlando Robinson in foul trouble. The more you can get that guy off the floor, the better. It's going to open up the lane. It's going to make things easier from a rebounding perspective. It's going to allow your guards to cut to the hoop easier. It's just going to make life better all around. And on top of that, you know, CSU, they're the best free throw shooting team in the Mountain West. That's a big strength of theirs. Get to the free throw line. Capitalize. Make the easy opportunities. That's something CSU has done well time and time again. Stick to what you do best, you know, stick to your identity. You don't want to change too much from a mindset perspective. You also don't really want to change your game that much. I mean, this is a Rams team that's gotten to the line frequently. Let's let's see it. I'd love to see David Roddy attack early. I mean, the last couple of games, it's been more of a second half thing. And some of that, I think, just comes from feeling it out and, you know, kind of getting into the flow of the game. But I'd like to see him come out, you know, looking to attack early. Because I'd like to see CSU build an early lead. And not even just because I said, you know, my DraftKings pick of the week was that they would score, you know, over 73 points or over 72 and a half points. It's just that, you know, the the offense, it's kind of sputtered of late. And I think just from a confidence perspective, you want to get up in this one and then just, you know, step on the throat. No mercy. Don't don't give Fresno State a glimmer of hope. Because if you do that, it's going to be a tough position. That's, that's what you know, gives these teams a chance to run. Basketball, it's a game of runs. You got to get up big, and then you just got to keep going. Play your best. You know, Don't play to your opponent. Just try to play your best. That's what Nico Medved always says. It's very true in this instance. Get up, and then just keep the throttle down. You have a nine-man rotation, so hopefully, you know, in a perfect world, you get up just real big, and you're able to you know, get some run and, and get Isaiah Rivera some serious minutes, you know, get some some nice playing time for Deshaun Thomas, John Tanjay, PJ Bird. I mean, Tanjay's going to play pretty big minutes either way. Um, but DT and James Moores, I think you need big games out of them in this one. Uh, just given, you know, Orlando Robinson, with seven-footer, completely changes the dynamic of the game at this level, you know, and as as strong as David Roddy is, and he's incredibly strong and a great athlete, it's hard to box somebody out that has seven full inches on you. It just is. It makes rebounding harder. So it's going to have to be a collective effort. You need those guys to play smart and not get in foul trouble themselves. And 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 cut down the turnovers. Too many turnovers, man. It's been a consistent problem for CSU this year. I think a lot of it has had to do with just the on again, off again. You know, you're playing and then you're off for a couple of weeks and then you try and play four games and then your legs run out on you. And I don't know. It's just been a weird year. Maybe I'm making excuses. That's always possible. But at the end of the day, you can't turn the basketball over in the postseason and, and expect to win. Not against good teams, at least. You know, you might be able to survive a couple, a few too many turnovers against a team like Fresno State. You know, maybe not. They, they've really come on hot. But, you know, if, if you make it to the semifinals or the championship game, you know, San Diego State, Utah State, Tremendous defensive teams. They're really going to pressure you. They're really going to make you value your possessions, work for quality shots. And Fresno State, I mean, like I said, they're the same way. They're they're a very underrated defensive team. So big time stuff. Um, Rams have a chance to prove themselves, a chance to go dancing. Make sure everybody stays safe out there. Uh, we'll see. It might be snowmageddon. I hope I still have power and get to watch all the games. I don't know what to expect, but the uh 
some of these projections are crazy. I saw one that was like 91 inches for Estes Park. That's eight feet. Like what? Anyways, we'll see what happens. Um, I will have another podcast post game kind of talking about what happens and previewing the upcoming matchup, depending on whether it's Utah State or UNLV. This is March, baby. Soak it in. Best time of year. I right, will be back. Peace. Peaches out of Palisades, sweet as mama's marmalade. This shit sound like summer days, the windows down on harmony. The family band sing harmonies, my daddy played the drums. My mama slapped that bass, my sister sang these songs. Dancing under canopies, we thank the trees for all their leaves. We are just some drops of water together, make up seven seas. And one day I'll be like my father, one day I will learn to breathe. I'm choking on the thought that I am not the man I want to be.